For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This episode of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Don't know about MyBookie? They are redefining the gaming scene for both sports betting and online casino games. Sign up at MyBookie.ag using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to claim a deposit match up to $1,000. That is right, $1,000. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Monday morning. Max, what's going on, man? Not much. I'm I'm ready for week 11 of the NFL. <laughs> I'm ready to just say thank you, week 10. It was nice knowing you. I'm off to next week. It really wasn't that nice <laughs> knowing it. I'll get I'll get into it in my recap. I did not have a very good week at all. So, uh, yep. I'm I'm looking ahead. I I don't this Monday night game? F you. Don't care. <laughs> week 11. What's going on, Panther? Uh, I can completely echo Max's sentiments. Matter of fact, I was telling you before the, the boys jumped in. I think I'm going to become a professional leaner because my bets went two and six, and my uh, leans went three and one. So, uh, just like Max, not a very good day yesterday at all. Looking forward for a fresh start next week. All right, what's going on, Richard? I think just looking at the scores and looking at the fantasy scores for teams, it just wasn't a good week overall for the NFL. I, Usually when you look at your fantasy lineup and you look at the results, you see everybody's in the hundreds. This week, there was only a couple teams in the hundreds. So I think just overall, it was a down week for the NFL, too. No, I, I think it was a weird week. I sent that message to Max. This has just been a weird, it was a weird, weird weekend. And Max, why don't you tell us how weird it was? I will. Let's do Max's touchdown. That's point number one. A tale of two traded receivers. Kyler Murray scrambled with seconds on the clock, launched a Hail Mary into the end zone, and it was caught by DeAndre Hopkins. Probably one of the best plays you'll ever see. Great. Just amazing. Like you, watch, you, you watch the footage of that. You watch, watch the, the replays of that. Just amazing. And then when you zoom in closely and you realize there was actually Michael Jordan who paid for that commercial, uh, you, you laugh even more. Cardinals got the win. They find themselves in first place in the NFC West. But lost in the madness of all of this is the fact that both DeAndre Hopkins and Buffalo wide receiver Stefan Diggs both played for different teams last season. They combined for 217 yards, two touchdowns. So uh, great job, Minnesota. Great job, Houston. Solid trades. Really, really, really helping you guys out there. Point number two, Rich's prediction comes true. Hmm, which prediction am I talking about? Well, if you download and listen to our preseason totals episode, Rich actually predi- predicted that Jameis Winston would end up as the New Orleans starter this season. So it was a rib injury to Breeze, not bad play that has resulted in the switch. But still, listen, Rich can find that audio clip and just become our show's uh, great Criswell. The injury possibly could be a huge blow to a team that was on pace to be the NFC's top seed. Breeze is 41 years old. He has missed six games in his NFL career. Five of those were last year with that thumb ligament injury. 
Dude tore his ACL in high school. Fought back from that. He had that shoulder surgery that that ended his career back in uh, 2006. Yeah, it's gone well since then. This is a guy that will fight and claw to be out there on the field. So will he miss some time? Probably. Is he going to miss much time? No. So I, I do think the, the Saints are still in pretty good position there. Point number three, Daniel Jones beat a team not named Washington. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, we, we've been banging the drum about the Giants. Uh, they're much better play lately. And I admit, listen, I was worried. I was worried that, that this was going to be a letdown game, healthy Philadelphia Eagles team. Well, I was wrong. And congrats to Godfather Panther for having the faith to money line the Giants. So he, he had some losses this week, but takes that big money line win with the Giants. Uh, New York, just they just looked effective in the entire game against Philly. Uh, Jones played a solid game. That offensive line had some injuries during the game and they still kept piecing it together. They held up pretty well. Uh, Jones got sacked and had some pressure a couple of times, but that Philly defense is pretty good. So the fact that they managed to put up 150 plus rushing yards and uh, I actually had uh, uh, Gallman in in my fantasy lineup. So I reaped the benefit of his two touchdowns there. So I think we mentioned in the pre-show, I think the Giants have the legit shot at winning the NFC East and they're trending in the right direction. Point number four, frauds win, frauds lose. <laughs> Green Bay managed to get a win over the Jaguars yesterday, but it wasn't easy. A fumble by Devontae Adams, an interception by Aaron Rodgers certainly didn't help them. But just in general, it seemed like Green Bay just took Jacksonville way too lightly, and they almost paid for it. The other frauds in the NFL did pay for it. Seattle could not beat the Rams. Russell Wilson tossed two more interceptions yesterday. That's 10 turnovers by Wilson in four weeks and Seattle's third loss in four games. Now, Seattle, we know, is a fraud. I was tempted to toss Baltimore out there in the fraud conversation, too, after shitting the bed against New England last night. It just seems that any team that puts up a fight, any kind of fight whatsoever against Harbaugh, he just forgets how to coach. So, frauds win, frauds lose. Point number five, I mentioned that Panthers, the godfather. Max is definitely not the godfather. (laughs) I made that money line play earlier in the week. Uh, on the Bengals didn't go quite as I expected. The Steelers not only won the game, they decided to win by 26 points. <laughs> uh, Big Ben started off the game very slowly. I, I was messaging with Arch, like, man, Big Ben does not look right. It looks like he could use some practice. Well, by the second quarter, he had enough practice for the week because <laughs> Pittsburgh looked pretty unbeatable after that. Steelers now 9-0. and They took advantage of a rookie quarterback by putting some pressure on him, uh, putting him in tough situations, having him make bad decisions. Uh, Joe Burrow just did not look good in that second half. They steals were all over him. So, yeah, I mean, probably going to be a long time before Mad Max does another money line. So I'll let the other two fools on the show fight it out to who gets the mafia title there. Point number six, the playoff pictures coming together, dot, 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 in the NFC. <laughs> After 10 weeks, I think we can start seeing that clear picture in the NFC. Uh, anything can happen, right? But uh, you, you Right now, it seems like three NFC West teams, two NFC South teams, and one representative from the NFC North and one representative from the NFC East shall make the playoffs there. I think the NFC East champ is the only mystery right now, so because technically anyone can win it, but more than likely it's either going to be the Eagles or Giants. The AFC, though, man, it's still a little bit messy because Miami's win yesterday and the Bills lost kind of puts the East in question there. Uh, That's going to be close. Baltimore's loss and the Browns' win makes the NFC North very interesting after a team not named the Steelers. 
the South right now, toss up between the Colts and the Titans with Indianapolis gaining momentum there. Las Vegas has won three games in a row. And so they've got a chance at a wild card spot in this expanded playoff format. I'm sure they'll choke it. I'm sure they'll, they'll blow it at some point. But anyway, the only certainties in the AFC right now just appear to be the 9-0 Steelers and the 8-1 Chiefs. So uh, some fun madness going to happen in the AFC, I feel. With the NFC, I'm, I'm pretty confident that we know who those teams are going to be for the most part there. My extra point, I was alluding to this before. Uh, it's, it's about a lesson in betting humility. Prior to this week, I was riding high in the NFL. I had not had a single losing week of betting or a single losing week of picks all season. My bets were hitting at a 60% clip so far. Well, weeks like this is a stark reminder that the betting gods can be angered at any time because Mad Max went 0-4 in his spread bets and 4-10 in his overall ATS picks this week. I fared a little bit better on my totals. I went 3-0-1 in my total bets, so managed to not lose my shirt this week. But still, that was 6-7-1 in my total overall picks there in the totals. Uh, my DFS tournaments, I was, I, was, I was winning. I was doing well in the first half of the day. And then, <laughs> and then Philip Lindsay, uh, uh, yeah, I took Philip Lindsay, and that, that was a mistake. I was figured, hey, listen, the Raiders give up rushing touchdowns. I'll take Philip Lindsay to fill in a, a flex spot. Nope, bad idea there. Uh, the only shining spot so far is in my standard fantasy league. I am beating my opponent by 40 points right now, and I have Adam Thielen going tonight. It's going to be a win, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got Dalvin Cook going tonight, so I'm still probably going to lose. And that is it. I'm ready for week 11. I feel like you and I have the same fantasy teams. I have Thielen tonight, but I don't even need him because I've already won. Um, yeah, this I had to scratch and sniff to try and find some stuff to talk about. But um, Panthers point number one, Ravens are in trouble. They're currently seventh in the playoff format, winning the tiebreakers versus Tennessee and Cleveland, and they get Tennessee next week. Um, they've got a very winnable back end of the schedule, but they got Tennessee and Pittsburgh their next two weeks. They could be at six and five by the time those, you know, that back end of the schedule rolls around, putting them in a lot of trouble. Baltimore vaunted rushing attack is is really just a mirage. Lamar Jackson pads those numbers so much. Dobbins doesn't get anything done. Ingram doesn't get anything done. Gus doesn't get anything done. And if defenses like New England did yesterday contain Lamar Jackson, Baltimore is in a lot of trouble. They were outrushed by one guy, uh, Damian Harris, outrushed the entire Baltimore team. So I think Baltimore really isn't as good as we had and everybody else thought they were going into the season, and I think they're in a lot of trouble looking at this playoff spot. Number two, Seahawks kind of in trouble. They just have the benefit of playing in the NFC where there's just not as much competition. They've lost three of their last four, but like Baltimore, they depend way too much on their quarterback to facilitate a running game. Um, Russ Wilson was the leading rusher for the Seahawks yesterday. He's now thrown seven interceptions in those three losses. They should be safe to make the playoffs with an easy upcoming schedule and lack of quality teams to NFC, but no longer look like a Super Bowl team, if they ever did. Point number three, Saints continue to suffer. They didn't. Sorry. Sorry, Panther. Sorry to cut you off. They didn't. They were never a Super Bowl team. Arch, the mute button. Saints continue to suffer injuries to key players. Fairly easy schedule moving forward. 
defense is playing much better, though. They have looked really, really good the last two weeks. Um, I, I think it's a foregone conclusion. Winston will start next week against Atlanta. Um, but I think the Saints will start to rely more on Kamara and Latavius Murray on that running game. Winston didn't look all that great, missed Michael Thomas really bad in one of his throws. But with a week of practice, we'll see how that plays out. Point number four, Vegas bets. No, I'm not talking about the Vegas Raiders. I'm talking about Vegas and the bets. Nick Chubb going out of bounds at the one-yard line cost Cleveland betters, as that would have covered the bet. <laughs> Just go out of bounds, take a knee. He was told by the coaches, he was told by Baker Mayfield, just get the first down, then go down. Well, he broke free for what would have been an easy touchdown, but 10 yards away from the goal line, oh, wait, I was told to go down. So he goes out of bounds. Oops, that sucks. And then in NFL rules or however that works, the Hail Mary that Max alluded to, DeAndre Hopkins, puts the Cardinals up by two. No extra point try costs you the win if you were bet on the Cardinals. So no extra point for Arizona. You actually still end up winning if you took Buffalo. Number five, same as Max. This is literally all I'm saying about the Bengals. Oops. Sorry about that. <laughs> a little too high on the Bengals, and maybe we're uh, hating on the Steelers a little too much. Got that one wrong. We'll try to correct that next week. Point number six. When the Bucs are clicking, they're really good. Five of their seven wins have been double digits. Um, you know, we, we get down on them when they lose. And, oh, Tom Brady's washed up. Oh, this team just doesn't know it. When they win, they look like they could be the best team out there. Um, yesterday was another one of those cases. 550 yards of offense. I'm really still scratching my head how Carolina scored as many points as they did because the Panthers were held to 187 total yards of offense. So uh, kudos to the Panthers for scoring that much. I'm not sure how they did it. Uh, we're going to find out who the Bucks are moving forward, though. Their next two games are against the Rams and the Chiefs. So looking forward to those two games. Extra point, we, I mean, this is going to be, we're just going to beat up on the NFC East every single week, I think. But every single team in the NFC has as many or more wins as the NFC leading Eagles. <laughs> I think you're looking for six, right? Six wins. Wins the East and gets you the four seed in the uh, NFC. And those are Panthers points. Richard, you got anything? Uh, let me wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, I got some stuff. The Rams offense does have a, a ceiling, no doubt about that, but their defense does not. And Cincinnati has a long way to go, but Burrow and T. Higgins are a good place to start. Looks like no breeze, no problem for the uh, Saints against the no offense 49ers. Clearly, as you guys have talked about, teams have figured out Lamar and Baltimore's offense, so it's time for Harbaugh to throw it 50 times and see what happens. The, uh, the Browns are the NFL's version of the UFC. They want to ground and pound, for sure. In Washington, you know, they're without a name and without an identity. I, I, I think that's the one team you can probably write off in the NFC East, so you can lock them in to, to be in the playoffs as the NFC champ now. The Giants, speaking of the NFC least, are the beast of the least for least. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Right now, anyway. <laughs> no doubt about that. Maybe Gruden actually does know what he's doing in his, uh, in his chuckiness. So Tua's had it easy because the Miami defense and special teams have been able to score for the third week in a row. And uh, Arizona is clearly the luckiest team in the NFL. I, I, for the life of me, don't understand why in that situation teams don't blitz the quarterback and make them get rid of the ball in a hurry. They send two or three guys, maybe four, and then they give the time the quarterback to roll out, let the wide receivers get down the field. If I were a coach, that would never happen. He would be under pressure immediately and, and need to dump the ball off. No doubt about that. Um, Tampa Bay is the Marvin Gaye of the NFL. Ain't no valley, ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough. And that's my take on last week. Tampa Bay looks phenomenal against three win teams, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> to answer Pants' question real quick, too, is like, how, how did Carolina put up so many points? And how, well, they had 187 yards, I think, in the first quarter, and they put up all those points in the first quarter against the Tampa Bay team that had sat on the tarmac for seven hours the day before <laughs> and were a bit uh, weary-eyed. Uh, once uh, Tampa Bay woke up there, that, that's when that game changed because the Panthers had that game. They did. Just like I was giddy at one point, and then, you know, the betting god said, fuck you. Yeah. And everybody hey, would – go ahead. Oh, I, I wanted to tell you on one more thing I thought for sure Max would have in his um, six points. Um, Alex Smith – I, you know, I know the, the potato skins lost, but man, he put up some numbers yesterday. No, no touches, but almost 400 yards, 55 pass attempts. It's, it's just awesome to see that kind of story out there on the field. Yeah, he's a great guy, and it's good for him. I'm so happy for him that he's, you know, he can still walk. That he's alive. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but everybody wants to shit on Chubb for the, uh, you know, for the for the for the uh, bad beat. But everyone, I, mean, I, I want to point out the San Francisco New Orleans game. Uh, if it wasn't for two muffed, two muffed punt rece- receptions um, by San Francisco, New Orleans doesn't cover this game. They win by one. That's two touchdowns right there. New Orleans couldn't move the ball unless they got those short field twice. Uh, that's another bad beat in my mind, too. So I also think that their coach is uh, he's an offensive coordinator. He's not a head coach, Shanahan. I, I was watching that game online while I was doing some horse racing stuff, and you could see it coming. They went for it on third down. Uh, they had like third and one, and then he tried to throw the ball. So you knew they were going to run it on fourth down and got stopped and gave New Orleans a short field so they could score some points right before the half. I think if you're going to do that, you should run it both times or just punt and hold them deep because their defense was definitely making it difficult for the New Orleans offense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, yeah, it wasn't a great day for betting for anybody. So, Max, where did you, where did you give all your money? I, I gave all my money to my bookie yesterday, and I'll probably give some more money to them today if, if I get the, get enough nerve to bet on this Monday Night Football game. Because whether you are new to online sports betting or a season pro, my bookie strives to create the absolute best online betting experience to all of their customers. I'm telling you, so easy to use. If you're watching that game, if you want to live bet it, it's just a few clicks away on your computer or your phone. You deserve to bet with the best. Head over to mybookie.ag. Sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. You can claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to $1,000. It is a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start to a winning season. That is promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN for you to claim your bonus when you make your deposit. Sign up today. Be ready for primetime Kirk and the Minnesota Vikings. Monday Night Football. Can't go wrong there, right? 
No, you can't. You can't. All right. Well, let's get to it. Minnesota at Chicago. Uh, at home, the gimmicks opened up plus two and a half. They're plus three and a half now. Well, listen, man, you know, the Bears offense sucks, right? I mean, they can't run the ball. They can't really score over 20 points per game. They rank 31st in third down conversions. So what better way to score some points than to play the Vikings? I mean, Minnesota's defense can be scored on. So I am expecting the Bears to have a high scoring affair tonight. That is right. They will score 21 points. Mm. The Bears score 21 points today. High scoring affair for the Bears. For the Vikings, I think the plan is simple, right? You give the ball to Dalvin Cook, hope that his hot streak continues. He's playing a tougher Bears defense. If he can't get things going, though, and they need to rely on Kirk Cousins to win this game, they could be in trouble. I expect a lot of loaded boxes against Cook. I think there's going to be some blitzes going in there to hit Cousins. It could be a really rough game for Minnesota. Ultimately, I think they can win this one. I think they probably cover. But I alluded to it before. Am I a tad bit worried about primetime Kirk, 0-9 on Monday Night Football. You're goddamn right I'm fucking worried. That's why I will only lean Minnesota here. But if, if we come into the show tomorrow and the Bears end up winning, I don't know, like 20-17, to you think I'm going to be fucking surprised here with primetime Kirk at the starting quarterback? No, I'm not. Lean on Minnesota. I can't touch this one. Yeah, this is really kind of an undesirable game. I'm, I won't be watching it, I'm sure. But, um, you know, the Bears have lost three in a row, but three in a row to playoff teams. They've been competitive for the most part, maybe not so much the Rams. But they went in overtime with the Saints, lost by a touchdown to the Titans. Um, Vikings on the other side have actually been playing much, much better. They got off to such a bad start, but they've won their last two, including that win at Green Bay. The The problem here is – that they've relied so much on Dalvin Cook. I, I think, what was the number? I think uh, Cousins has thrown the ball 34 times in the last two games combined. So they've really taken the ball out of his hands to eliminate primetime Kirk <laughs> from you know just making the stupid mistakes that he does. This is one of those situations where I think they're going to try and run Dalvin Cook, but I just don't know how much success they're going to find um, I think this game stays on the lower end. You know, when the, even when the Bears are losing, they're only giving up 24, 26, 24. Um, that's probably all it's going to take to win this game is 24 points. Um, but I think the Bears against that Viking defense can keep it competitive enough. I, that, it's that hook. I think it's just that hook. I probably would like Minnesota if it was just the three, two and a half, but three and a half, I'm going to lean the Bears. Um, the Vikings lost two games by a combined two points this season. Otherwise they would have uh, two more wins, bad coaching there. Zimmer, um, he'll make some bad decisions again today. I think Nagy, as much as I get on the gimmicks here in Chicago has played against the Vikings four times or coached against the Vikings. I don't think he's actually played. Um, but they might suit him up one of these days. They can use some offensive help. They can use a running back. Yeah, like. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, so, anybody venture to guess what Nagy's record is against Minnesota? Quattro and O. Right, four and O. You can make a five and O. The Godfather's here. Um, I was one and O with my money line picks on the weekend, thanks to a, a nice late touchdown by Miami in the uh, college football games. 
And I'm telling you right now, the Bears are going to win this game and make it 5-0. and I'm going to money line the Chicago Bears. 154 at Pinnacle plus 150 at my bookie. So you already knew where I was going with that, didn't you, Arch? I'm just quick on the draw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. And I say, I got mine. I don't care. Uh, man, geez. I'm going to lean Minnesota here. I don't know how you can comfortably bet either side of this game, honestly. I'm just shocked that Panther took a home dog in a divisional game. It's like, who am I talking to? Uh, the Bears just keep them close. And it's I, the Bears have actually made me money a couple of times. Just they, they keep things close, and Minnesota's reluctant to throw the ball. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm learning from you, Arch. You love them uh, home dogs, right? Everybody should love home dogs, except except when they're Chicago. Ah, uh, the total in this one opened at forty four. No surprise, it's trending down. It's forty three and a half now. I do surprisingly have this one going over. Uh, I've I've run this through three different models just because mm. the first model was like, no, there's no fucking way this is going over. I need to run this through my my secondary model that I've been playing with, and and that one went over by even more. And I'm like, what the fuck is my Excel spreadsheet thinking? I have this at 48. I have the oh. Vikings winning 27 to 21 here. Uh, I. Uh, don't don't trust me on this one. No, I I suggest going the under here, people. I've had, I'm having a bad week. Don't trust my Excel this week. I think it's possessed. But yeah, I will lean the over here because Excel tells me to. It's no Kathy Ireland, your model. <laughs> well, look, if you're on Minnesota, you want the over. I mean, their last five games have easily, even when they're losing, have gone over this number. But the Bears, it's all about that Bears defense keeping this low scoring. So I lean the Bears. Um, so I, I guess I got to hope for the under. I, I think it got, does go over, though, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I'll just lean the under. All right. Uh, yeah, I think Minnesota's defense lets up a lot of points. So you're going to see, I think, a more offensive game than people are expecting tonight from the Bears. The Bears will be able to score on Minnesota. That's why they're going to win this game. And I expect the game is going to go over, too, but not by enough for me to bet it. I'll just lean the over. All right. I almost have a dumb dumb, uh, push, so I'm just going to ever so slightly shade the over, just barely. But again, no confidence in this one going over. In your gut, you feel like it's going under. So maybe it is yeah, a yeah. I know every like everything tells you that this should go under. You know, and and I know what everyone's on. Like everyone loves this under here. Yeah, And, and Vegas is just happy to keep it right here. They're 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 not changing that line. Like everyone's just like, uh, yeah. oh, you know what? Actually, I'm looking at this now. Ooh, man the <laughs> the public's actually on the over right now. Oh my god! And really? the money's on the under. The public is on the over right now, and the money is on the under. Fucking that is insane. It it's, is. it's let's just say it's a 23 percent difference between what the public and the money are doing right now. That's that's insane. significant. That, that is, is significant. But when you look at Minnesota, though, this season, one, two, all but one game have gone over 50 points, and a bunch of them have gone over 60 points <laughs> combined. I think their defense is going to let up. I think the Bears get to 28 today, if not more. If they get to 28, there's no chance that this game goes under. All right. Man, I mean, shit. What else? Anything else to touch on? 
Well, golf, real quick, right? It was, oh, well, yeah. uh, rich hell, hell, of a fucking pick with with. Uh, I mean, I almost almost got that one with the. Uh, uh, his uh, uh his 101 what was what, what was that uh that you had yeah, there, Rich? John jm 101 but we also talked about on the show i said that either bryson or um dustin johnson would win but i felt like dustin johnson plays better at augusta than bryson so we faded bryson and yeah we bet uh, dustin at plus 850 to win on the show too so nice. I, I, plus 850 is not bad no, 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 <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, I know uh, uh, our boy, Mr. Morales, had uh, followed your picks and made some cash on that, too. So uh, good good job there. I was, I was following. I was, I was At one point, I think it was within – they were tied up or within one stroke. And I was like, come on, Am. Come on, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> and then it just kind of like all fell apart at that point. Once I started paying attention to golf, that's when it fell apart for you, Rich. I'm sorry. Like, I should just not pay attention to golf. Max is full. Yeah, that's right. I'll take a plus 850. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, the other day, Mr. Morales was giving me a hard time for not remembering his name on the show. But, you know, when you switch your name up on an old timer like me with a little bit of CTE, you're going to confuse the hell out of me. Should just stick to Mr. What was it? Big Daddy Parlay. Big Daddy Parlay. He changed his name because he was embarrassed. About, so about I blame you, Mr. Big Daddy Parlay, for me forgetting about Mr. Morales. Yeah. All right. Well, we've recapped Masters. We've recapped NFL. We talked about the Monday Night Football game and all its glory. But, Max, that is it. That is it. Go support Degeneracy by buying our T-shirts, buying our hats, buying the Moneyline Mafia Godfather ones. Man, we got a couple of Godfathers on the show. We know that Mad Max is not one of them. Head over to Absolute Degeneracy. Go to the DGEN shop to make sure that you do that. You can download the DGEN's app, Android, iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podsale, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Rich, final words. Yeah, it's about to turn into an East Coast, West Coast rap thing between me and Panther, except uh, as who's the godfather, except we both live in the Midwest. So I'm not quite sure how that works out. But whatever it is, make sure that uh, you tell your friends about us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, however it is you communicate. We really need your help to help the show grow. That's one of the other ways that we can keep the lights on around here. And, and, and that's in four different locations. So we got to pay for a lot of lights. Uh, Panther, it's Monday. I think you're home on Mondays. Uh, so just take us to where you are. Bring us home. Uh, home today. Got a lot of stuff to, around, to do around the house. But I don't know about this competition. It's it's kind of like the LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. One person calls himself the GOAT. The other one lets everybody else determine who the GOAT is. So we'll just leave it at that. And uh, you guys can let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. I don't know what happened right there at the end. That was the best you've ever sounded in history, it was, Panther. It was, it was the greatest. It was the greatest sound. Like it sounded like you had a professional microphone, Panther. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about.
As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.